Welcome to Holding Center, a podcast created to help you own and hold center stage, not only on show day, but also in your life. I'm your host, Ashley Markham, owner of Myo Strength, and joined with me is my co-host, Ashley Spoker, owner of B&B Fit. Let's hold center. Yo, Spokes, what's good? What is going on? Um, I got... Let me try and think about my week. I should be prepared. Like we do the same intro every week, but um, yeah, no, I worked a lot of hospital shifts this week. So that was like pretty much my um, big thing this week. I worked back-to-back days um, yesterday and the day before, and it's been nuts in in the healthcare system. Like not just my hospital, like every hospital around us, we don't have um, like rooms for people. So they're just like sitting in the ER. Like we've called other hospitals to try and get patients boarded and we can't. And it's crazy because it's not even really COVID. It's just yeah. people being dumbasses. That and people like just like not take taking care of themselves. And honestly, mm-hmm. we've seen like a really, really high rate of like primary care doctors that are just like, mm, go to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that's been, right. But I have been... Well, I will be off um, today and tomorrow. I go back on Sunday, but um, just a short shift on Sunday. So mm-hmm. I'll relaxing. I'm going to train my leggies because I haven't done that this week yet. Um, and then tomorrow I'm going to get pizza because oh, I found nice. this. Yeah, I found this place. It's, it's actually a brewery. It's pretty crazy. Like they have like a big brewery and then they have like a little restaurant attached to it. And um, the foods there are like pretty good, but they have like really good like gluten-free vegan pizza and they put so much cheese on there and i've never seen it like that and it's delicious so um i had that for you yeah i had that a few weeks ago because you know it's like hit or miss when you have to eat that kind of way like some of the stuff i shouldn't say it's horrible because it's really not um it's not like i eat like a lot of bread and stuff but people who do it's kind of hard to switch over to like that gluten-free bread and gluten-free pizza and stuff but um it's actually pretty decent so i'm very happy about that um yeah. But so that'll be my week. And then Sunday we'll be watching um the Browns game at yeah, Alex. Football. Yeah, oh my God. I just um I 90% of the time I nap during that game, but I'm still there. So it feels yeah, like I'm, yeah, I mean Sunday football is good napping football. Dude, so I'm like not a big football fan and like I like felt like an idiot like the week one. Like Alex is really making me try and watch football this year, which is fine. It's like quality time. Yeah. And I was like, so like what's going to go on at the halftime show? Like apparently that's only a Super Bowl thing. So Bless your yeah. heart. <laughs> I was like, they don't have like, just like people like any, like I didn't think it was going to be like that big, like the Super Bowl halftime show, but I'm like, don't they just have like, I don't know, cheerleaders that they'll put on TV or something fun to watch or like some type of game that you can play. No, it was not. Fucking... Bitches over here looking for the puppy bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my God. That would be fun. Or like at least like a drinking contest, like people shotgunning beers in the middle of the fucking stadium. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I was like deeply disappointed. So then I was like, okay, I guess I'll just take a nap. That's so, hilarious. Yeah, I felt really stupid though. I was like, isn't there a halftime show? Like, is there something like that they do? But I guess only not. the marching band will come out, but like usually they don't advertise that. Usually mm-hmm. they just put it back to like the NFL sportscasters, sports center. Yeah. So they can talk about like other football games that are currently playing and just like update people on other sporting events. Yeah. And just like, it just blows my mind. I'm just like, there's, come on guys. Like I get it, but holy shit. Holy That's shit. hilarious. Yeah. So I felt stupid. So I know that there is no halftime show now, but um, 
I still, maybe I should just make my own halftime show. I'll be like, all right, guys, I'm going to perform my dance now. <laughs> Middle of the That's right. Uh, yeah. Normally my halftime show is folding laundry. So there you go. Yeah. I don't even like to do that. No. Mm-hmm. How are you? How's your week? I know you have a massage today. I'm so jealous. I'm so excited, dude. I had to cancel my last massage because my grandma died. So mm-hmm. it's been like a really long time for body work. So I'm just, I'm excited to cry because like bodybuilding massages like aren't relaxing. Like people no, are like, oh, you're getting massages. It's so nice. It's like, no, no, this is going to be almost as bad as a training session like he gets in there and works out the knots but I love it it's like I'm so excited for you because it's so painful and like sometimes I'll even be sore the next day but like the oh, ability yeah. and you're you're probably just like this because you had really fucked up hips but like the next day like you feel like your hips are just like so like loosey-goosey and you can just I yeah, literally feel, feel like Shakira <laughs> yeah like Shakira or like I feel like a gymnast you know how they can just do like back and like flip over and it looks so easy like or a snake you know like they have like no bones i'm just like yeah that's me today a nice snake but that's exciting what else is going on for you we'll be training um i don't know i feel like i need to mow the grass isn't like super tall since it's finally going dormant but it's starting to get to a point where it's like taller than i'd like it to be and then the, the dead leaves from the trees are falling so i'm like okay well i'm not someone that rakes her yard i mow my yard to rake my leaves mm-hmm. um it's just two birds, one stone type of deal. So I'll probably yeah. do that train. Um, maybe see if there are any like, you know, Halloween shenanigans to get myself into. Um, Eric and I are all prepared for trick or treating on Tuesday. Yeah. We have a Costco membership, which we'll also talk about that for our topic today. And Costco has like the oh, Costco. That's what our co- podcast is. All Costco. <laughs> Just Costco. I mean, literally, I don't know how you're a bodybuilder and you don't have Costco or Sam's club. Don't know how yeah. you do um, but Costco has like, of course, the little mini treats, a bag of a hundred. No, no, no. When I was a kid, mind you guys, I was a fat kid. You remember the houses that had the full size fucking candy bar? Oh, remember that? Shit. I can I can picture it right now. What house in my parents' neighborhood had yes. like five candy bars? Yep, exactly. So here's the deal. I promised myself that when I was an adult, I get the full size candy bars. So you know what we do? First house, full size candy bars. We don't have many trick or treaters like. I would say less than 20. So it's a little disappointing, but I always get two big boxes of the full-size candy bars. So we have the the ones that are like the Hershey's based and then the other base. So we have like M&M's, peanut M&M's, Twix, Reese's, Snickers. Mm. I want to say Hershey bar, Hershey almond. And oh, yes. yes, and I will be eating candy. And yes, I'm in a dieting phase, but here's the deal. It's going to be okay. It's going to be great. <laughs> I haven't decided if I just want to eat my two favorites, which are Twix and Reese's and just to have like one Twix bar and one Reese cup, or if I want to do like a charcuterie board where it's like, I take each candy and like cut a little thing, just have a little like accoutrement and just like Mm -hmm. a little pick. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess if you have to wait till the day to see if you're like in the mood for variety or if you're like, yeah, exactly. Up. yeah i've been so growing up i never liked chocolate i was not a chocolate person it's oh, like crazy. i didn't eat like chocolate cake or like anything chocolate probably until i was like in high school which is like i was like a late bloomer so until i got like my period i literally got my period in like eighth grade so it's probably like that hor- yeah dude Jesus. I, think, well, I, I was know, 10 yeah i was like 14 
Um, yeah. So I don't know if it's because like I played a lot of sports or I was just like very stressed in my life or like what, but I feel like, I don't know, Amish or something like, I don't know, maybe they, I don't even know. But anyways, so I never really liked chocolate until it happened, but I, so I was always like a big, like Skittles starburst like that. Oh, look at your face, dude. Like the other day I brought up to somebody, I was like, do you, you have to remember this. Oh my God. I'm gonna be so pissed and embarrassed if you don't, but do you remember, um, shockers? from like Willy Wonka shocker candy. Yeah. Someone was like, I've never heard of those. I was like, what do you mean? They're like chewy, like sprees. People, yeah. I don't even know what that is that are sour. They were so good. Those, that was like my jam. They used Did to come in like, like a- the fruity sour. Like I liked stuff like that. I mean, I was fat. I wouldn't turn down candy, but like, I would always do the chocolate. Mm, no, like right now, if you're like, if there was like a Reese cup in front of me or like a bag of those sweet tart chews, I would eat that whole bag of sweet tart chews. Bro, I stick the Reese cup up my cooter. Like that's not I like Reese's. I don't give a fuck. You're like, I'm about to boof it. Give me the high from the fucking Dude, Reese's literally. Cup. Like right tricks, white right twix, left twix. I don't care. Put put them both up my asshole. Like they're just so good. So last question before we get into our topic. Do you like the white chocolate candies though? White chocolate is disgusting. Okay. Oh, it is about, disgusting. What about the cookies and cream Hershey bars? Um you know, I'm not this might be this might end our friendship or it might turn some people off or give us a bad podcast rating, but I'm not a big Oreo person. Like cookies and cream just doesn't really do it for me, but I don't think white chocolate is that amazing, but also keep in mind, I used to decorate cakes growing up and we used like a lot of white chocolate and like, Mm. it's just, it's so much and it offers so little. Like I love dark chocolate, like a hundred percent cacao like that. Again, that's amazing. But white chocolate for me is just like, it's just a lot and it doesn't give me anything. Yeah, no, I, I was just curious because a lot like they make a lot of candies now. Like they have like the Reese's white chocolate. They mm-hmm. have um yeah, like I don't know, a whole bunch of ones that are like I think they make like Twix that are like white chocolate now too. I do like the cookies and cream one. I do like Oreos a lot, but I can understand why you're not a big cookies and cream fan because I do think it's one of those things that's like very inconsistent. Yeah. Like extremely like if you go and get ice cream it's always inconsistent and never takes the same so I I can see I can see why but Oreos are my favorite cookie so I mean I'm not going to end our friendship but I do think differently of you because of it so that's fine like for me I grew up eating famous famous oh I didn't see I I think a lot of it is like what you grow up around so we didn't yeah but those are good too Hmm. Amos knows his way around a cookie man maybe that's why he's famous yeah maybe put two and two together (laughs) that's so funny oh so funny but yeah we're talking about costco today no just kidding we're talking about the fact that bodybuilding is like we're broke ass but yeah we still bodybuild because bodybuilding is a very expensive sport but it doesn't have to be right it is expensive but it doesn't have to be expensive so what are some ways that you can cut cost without cutting care or maybe cutting corners when it comes to things that you shouldn't be cutting corners on. Cause I'm all for saving money. I'm all for being budget conscious. Cause Eric and I, you know, we have our Excel spreadsheet and we see how much money we make. We see how much money goes out for taxes, especially for my business. We see how much money for, we have to spend for mortgage groceries, like phone bills, all this stuff. We have an Excel spreadsheet. And I feel like some people like don't do that. They don't have like you know, either an accountant or anything that keeps track of their money, they just live paycheck to paycheck and they're not able to, to save or invest properly. And honestly, an Excel spreadsheet is a great way to do that. Like shout out to Excel. Um, 
or Google Sheets. But when it comes down to like budgeting, you have to have a budget. So you know, like how much you're spending on coaching, gym, food, supplements, stuff like that. So that way you're not like stressing yourself out financially. And you're able to also like build a, you know, build wealth and investment too, because at the end of the day, like you can always be a bodybuilder, but you still need to make sure that like you have a roof over your head and like retirement and all that bullshit. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, bodybuilding is really expensive, but I think a lot of people like you can get so like lost in the sauce, so to speak. I've been saying that all week, which is kind of lame, but, and it can get like, it can turn really quickly and people will like go broke over bodybuilding. And I personally, like we love bodybuilding, right? Like me and you, like we'll die for it. Right. But like going broke over it is not smart. It's not ideal. Um, please don't do that. Um, but there are people that have been like in financial distress because they have just put everything into bodybuilding and I get it. But when it comes to that point, like you still have to be able to like maintain your life, your shelter, you know, your, your mortgage, your home, like those I mean, safety, security, like those basic needs in order to even be able to compete in bodybuilding. So if you're draining your bank account, like you honestly are not going to be successful. It's going to be another stressor in the pot. So like one thing that I always, always tell my clients when they're like, oh, hey, when can I prep? I'm like, obviously there's a checklist. Ash and I have talked about it multiple times, but one thing I include in my checklist is like, where are you at financially? And I will literally bring that up to them. I'm like, I don't need to know how much you make. I don't need to know like what you're spending your money on, but you do need to realize that bodybuilding is expensive. And then if you are a national level athlete, it's even more expensive. And then pros obviously expensive as well. Um, and it's not like you get reimbursed when you are at these shows, you do not make money off of them. So in order for you to be, you know, successful without draining your, your thing. There are a lot of ways and a lot of tools that you can be utilizing when it comes to bodybuilding, you know, on a budget. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I want to talk about some things that I personally do to save money. And that is when it comes down to like what I deem as a priority versus not a priority for mm-hmm. me, my coach, non-negotiable, like that is something that I will pay for. Like you have to understand that like you can cheap out on coaching and spend like 200 bucks a month on coaching, but like you might get a $200 a month coaching experience, you know, and I used to pay $200 a month and I got that experience and mm-hmm. I got the consequences from it. I spend, I invest, I invest Yes, 25 now in Austin, I believe a month. Yeah. That's still fairly cheap compared to some of these coaches that charge five, $600 a pl- month plus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so- but like, yeah, it, like you said, it's definitely the quality. And that is like one thing that you cannot cheap out on. Like I had a $200 coach and now I'm one of those people that has a $500 coach. Right. But mm-hmm. it's it, an investment. I am a special case. I do have a lot of health issues, but I want to be the best. Right. Yep. So like coaching, you cannot skip out on because it will show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Something else I do, Costco, buying in bulk, right? You don't have to have a Costco. You can do a Sam's Club or uh, I think like a GDF. I forget what it is, like a Gordon's food service. Mm -hmm. Or I feel like our our generation does not do this. Coupons. Or we we usually just do discount codes, right? But coupons, like there's a thing called like a weekly saver ad that like usually we just like toss when we get it in the mail. But at your local grocery stores, they will discount foods and stuff like that, that you can like pick up on. So 
even if you don't have a Costco or Sam's Club near you that you can buy in bulk and save even more money, you can still take advantages of sales and discounts and stuff like that when things are either in season or whatever. Like you don't have to buy like grass-fed USDA product. Like you don't have to get the organic stuff. If you can afford that, awesome. But if you're trying to like bodybuild and take care of your health, like you can still buy good quality nutrition and be considerate of your budget too. Um, something that I also do is buy frozen food that typically lasts a little bit longer, frozen chicken, frozen fish, frozen fruit, frozen veggies. Like you don't have to get like, you know, this isn't like shading any meal prep service, but like, that's expensive. It's expensive to go through meal prep services. You don't have to utilize them. Like, right. Yeah. Since, yeah. Since we are on the topic of like meal prepping. Yes. Um, so Costco buying in bulk is huge. That is going to be really, really good. It's going to be beneficial um, because they always have discounts and with bodybuilders, obviously, as you know, aside from when you're in prep, but like you are going through a lot of food daily, weekly, monthly, like you will blow through it. You do not uh, like, I think people underestimate like, Oh, I'll just buy like a pack of chicken for the whole week. I can eat a pack of chicken in like two fucking days. Okay. So, um, I definitely buying in bulk is going to benefit you a lot. It's going to save you money. Like Ash said, using coupons. Um, and then I think a real big thing that Ash just touched on was like the meal prep services or like these fancy name brand items, right. Um, that you, you see on the internet that are trending that people have codes for, but really they're extremely overpriced. Um, and then another part of this is like buying generic, um, you don't need name brand. Um, like you can save, um, you know, it may be like when you look at it, a dollar or 50 cents, if you're buying, you know, Quaker's oats versus generic store brand oats. Right. Um, when it comes down to it, but like if you're buying oats like two to three times a month, like a container of it or whatever, that adds up for the whole entire fucking year, right? It's small things like that. And, you know, it may not be like the biggest thing for you, but like when you're in prep or when you are in this bodybuilding lifestyle, those little dollars do matter because you're going through it so quick. Like I have to grocery shop pretty much every single week and I spent probably, well, there's like two of us, but probably like a hundred dollars on myself. Right. Um, and you know, that's per week. So I'm like a $400 person a month and that's not getting everything every week. Like I'll buy like, you know, in bulk, like big things of honey or big things of, um, oats, like things like that, that I only buy, or like I'll buy a 10 pound bag of rice, um, that'll last me a little while, but you know, when I have to spend all that money, it does like add up really quick. So I do think like taking into consideration, like not adding in like all of these like fancy foods, so to speak, or like popular toppings and like dressings. Like, um, I remember Walden farms used to be a really, really big one. Um, I'm not sure if it still is, but for them, Mm -hmm. it was like $4, for, (laughs) $4 for like a bottle. And you could blow through that in like a week. Cause everyone would just use it really, really aggressively, which is another topic to get into one day, but, um, things like that, like you don't necessarily need all of those fancy toppings. Like there are basic ones. You can use just oils. You can use, you know, um, mustard, things like that, that are more basic and not so like fancy name brand. Um, I have to have this new bodybuilding, um, low calorie topping dressing. That's like $7 a fucking bottle. I'm sorry, but it's really not going to enhance your food that much. In my opinion, you know, what would be the best investment is literally going on Groupon and learning to take a cooking class. Like I can't tell you how many times people just don't know how to fucking cook. 
And so they end up having to utilize these meal prepping services or utilize these expensive sauces and whatever, just to make their shit taste good because they don't know how to cook, right? Maybe their parents didn't cook. Maybe the parents didn't show them whatever, but like learn how to cook, like be adventurous with spices, right? Like I know I don't want to dog on these people. Cause like, you know, sometimes I'll use bowl of gains and shit like that, but at the same time, it is still a cost, right? Yeah. So like learning how to like invest in your culinary skills to make your food taste good is so important because that's like a third of what you do as a bodybuilder. You eat, you train, you recover a third. And just like a a side story here. So my brother's birthday was back in July or whatever. And he, I don't know if he's just like lazy, doesn't like to cook, whatever. So he uses a, like a meal prep service and um, it's the one that like C bums associated with. I don't really know. I Mm. I. I can't remember, but anyways, um, so I got him like a $125 gift card and then I'm just like looking at the meals and I'm like, honestly, that's like six meals and you eat like three of them a day. I'm like, that's two days of food for 125. I was like, that's like my whole week of like groceries. I can get maybe like five days out of that six days, depending on it. But I'm just like, oh my God, like that's really expensive. I mean, like, yes, it's convenient. It's easy. It does help at times, but like to be spending $400 a week on these meal prep services, it's not, not ideal when there's other costs and other priorities that your money needs to go into when it comes to bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So keep it simple, stupid with your meal prep, make sure you're utilizing either buying in bulk coupons, discounts, farmers markets, like buying in season, buying frozen. These are all some good tips. And again, just being mindful of like how much meals you're prepping in advance. I don't recommend more than five days because like usually the past five days of like meal prep, the food starts to go bad, right? So unless you're like freezing your meal prep and then thawing it, like you just want to be mindful of how you're able to meal prep on a consistent basis. But at the end of the day, like you are saving money by not constantly eating out, going out for drinks, all of that stuff too, which is another cost consideration. Um, going down to clothes, right? Yes. You need to clothe yourself in the gym. We don't want to be training with no like bare ass butt bitches in the gym. Like you need to be wearing clothes. Right. But at the same time, you don't need dark sport or whatever the fuck it is. Like you don't need that. Right. If you want it because you have the finances for it and it's not going to impede on coach gym membership, food, long-term investments. Fine. Like I'm not bashing on high fashion or outfits of the day or kicks of the day, but like using sheen or shine, however the fuck you want to pronounce it or goodwill or Walmart, that's not going to impact your PRs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, the dark sport might look cooler and I'm not picking on dark sport. It's just, that's just what's popular right now. Like I'm not picking on these clothes brands, but like 50, $60 for like a pair of booty shorts, you know, also give you a really good booty taking your training really seriously. And mm-hmm. like, you know, like eating well, like, you know what I'm saying? So that's something where it's like, you don't have to have the most expensive, what's hip with the kids. Like you don't need it. And if you feel pressured to it, then that's where it's like, I would ask that you reevaluate your priorities when it comes to your goals as an athlete, because when you're on stage, people won't give a crap what you're wearing at the gym, right? They're just seeing who shows up. And that's something you need to take into consideration as a bodybuilder. Right. Yes. And I, I personally like Amazon a lot. You can get a lot of cheap stuff. That's good quality on Amazon as well. Um, I really like Allura, I think is how you say it. That's a good brand. Um, one thing I did utilize a lot because I was, um, this was a few years ago. 
Um, I was like really big into rider wear. That was the brand that I liked. So I went on Poshmark and bought like used clothes, or I would look at people who would be like, Hey, like, you know, on Instagram that you'd follow, like selling some of my older items or whatever, and buy them off them for, you know, a discounted price. Um, if you don't know what Poshmark is, it is an app on your phone. You can like barter with people. I'm like, I mean, like that's just exciting for me, but like they'll post the price and you can like literally offer them like a cheaper price than what is posted and they can accept it or they can deny it. But um, that's where I got a lot of like my name brand stuff on there um, as well as Amazon. And like Ash said, like now I'm at a point that like I literally could wear like my boyfriend's fucking sweatpants to the gym and my ass still looks good in that. So it really doesn't fucking matter. Right. For me, um, as long as it's comfortable, I'll wear it. So whether if it was like $70 for a pair of leggings, which is just unheard of, well, not unheard of, but ungodly, um, versus, you know, $7 sweatpants I got at Walmart. Right. As long as I'm comfortable and can move in it, like that's the goal. Right. Especially like, I'm going to keep saying this probably a hundred times during the podcast when there are other priorities that Mm -hmm. need to be, um, in place, like, you know, obviously coaching gym Mm -hmm. supplements, those are going to be a higher priority. So when it comes down to clothing, yes, we all want to look cute. We all want to look good, but there are other options to be more budget friendly. Um, you know, like I said, buying off your friends, buying off she- or buying off Sheen, Amazon, um, you know, seeing like what else is out there or finding a style that you like that is not overpriced. Like things are trending, but like you don't always have to step into the same shoes as everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's really important as well. And when it comes down to it, another thing too, I will not buy new clothes unless I don't fit in them or they are ruined. You yep. do not keep needing to purchase these new drops mm-hmm. every time they come out. It is a sales tactic to get you guys to buy things. And obviously it's working, but you do not yeah. need every it's FOMO. It's, that's all yeah. it is. You're just creating FOMO. Yeah. You don't need all of these special lines. Like, Oh, we have a drop that we're going to sell out. Like, yeah, it's cool to have that. But in the grand scheme of things, like I, who really cares in my opinion? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Something else I think it's important to, you know, discuss is like when we're talking about clothing is like gym gear too, in terms of like belts, grips, stuff like that. You don't have to get name brand either. Amazon has a wide selection of gym equipment, right? Like I know we say Versa grips or lassos, but like you don't actually have to get Versa grips, the brand. There are plenty of other like dupes and knockoffs that, you know, work just as fine and have great reviews that are also like 20, 30, 40, 50 plus dollars cheaper too. So again, mm-hmm. like you're just paying most likely for a, a designer, for a name, for, for a really you're paying for a culture, right? That's what you're paying for is the culture of these things. And so just keep in mind, is the culture really providing value in terms of what you need to succeed as a bodybuilder, right? Cause again, the three things, food, training recovery and that's where it's like recovery is another thing that we should talk about especially since i'm getting a massage you do not need to get like all of these different like tricks and things to recover right a lot of what we say about recovery is like sleeping well like making Mm -hmm. sure you're hitting your meals and you're drinking your water and you're managing your stress well i would much rather you take money and invest in a therapist that is going to help you learn to have healthy coping mechanisms when it comes to your stress versus, you know, a, a monthly, weekly, whatever massage package or a massage gun or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I'm not docking on those things because obviously, again, I'm getting body work done, but at the same time, it's like priorities need to be in alignment. And so ways I save money for recovery is I do see a massage therapist once a month. Cause that's all I can afford is just once a month. Mm-hmm. And then at home, I have a wonderful husband that 
will help with cupping and scraping. And again, you can get these things off of Amazon. It's not like they're the cream of the crop by any means, but we'll, you know, do our own little like spa day where like, I'll take the massage gun on his, his traps. He'll like cut me on like where I need like relief. And that's just how we love on one another. So it's good for our marriage and our relationship, but also as well as our training performance, but we're not doing like a full on like thousand dollar spa day because we just can't afford that shit. Yeah. And I also think too, like people don't understand like the power of sleep, like that is going to be the biggest like recovery um, asset that you're going to need. So when it comes to like down to it, if you're like, oh man, it's the middle of summer. Like I'm having all of this soreness. Like, should I buy like a $300 massage gun or should I put like more money into like turning my fucking air on so I can sleep a little bit more comfortable at night? I know that's like, sounds funny, but like, I'm dead serious. Like buy yourself a good pillow over a massage gun. Like that'll go a long way. Like, yes, the massage gun will work, but if it's something that you can't necessarily afford, or if it's not the main priority, then it needs to go right. Um, just because everyone else has one, or you think it's going to be the best, but like, no, when it comes down to it, yes. And then like Ash said, like, don't overextend yourself. Like if you can only afford one massage a month, like that's going to be fine. Continue to do your stuff at home, stretch, things like that. Um, that sleep, good nutrition, water, those are going to go a long way too, but don't be like, Oh my God, I have to keep getting massage every single week. That's 160 bucks. Um, and then tipping my massage therapist, like that's going to add up as well. And that's not necessarily, you know, the biggest necessity that is going to be um, utilized during like a recovery. Nope. Agreed. hundred percent agreed. Um, another thing moving on to the idea of like actual show day stuff, we kind of already did like a show day cost, but I think it would be good to kind of talk about ways to save money as a whole when it comes to contest prep. It's like, again, making sure we're not getting those dopamine hits and wanting to just spend money. Cause right. Cause like obviously contest prep, we're in a state where we're stressed constantly and we're like checking our boxes, doing all these little things for little dopamine rewards. But what also gives us a big dopamine reward, checking out, buying things, right? Like we have like hundreds of dollars in our Amazon cart and we're just like, I need it all, but guess what? You don't need it all. Right. So we can get into some financial trouble there and having like prep impulsive buys, so kind of like putting a lock on your credit card. Um, if you need to like rent, especially if you're a first time competitor, renting your suit is completely fine. Seeing if you even like bodybuilding, um, trying to think of other like ways as well. Like it, maybe wanting to do your own tan. Ash, I know you're like the tan queen over there. Yeah. So that was like one thing. So just touching on the suits again, you can get them on Poshmark for used, follow people on Facebook, follow people on Instagram. You can get them used. I have never owned a brand new suit in my life. My, all of my suits are used. I have three of them um, and I have all bought them off previous competitors. One of my suits, actually, I have lent out to one of my competitors. Um, I haven't got it back yet, but that's another story. But um, so yeah, I have never bought a brand new suit because I never had like the five, six, $700 to buy one. Um, all of my suits have been $300 and less. Um, and I still did well, still placed well, still got compliments that my suits were well. So you don't need a brand new one, especially when you're first starting out. Um, I didn't want to buy a brand new one because I didn't know if I was going to like it. So there are other options out there. Also too, there are still some suits that like look really, really nice that are on the cheaper end. You don't need to be like the whole one with the most gems and all of that. 
um, that are the $700 ones. There are still really nice ones with a lot of gems that are $500, but jumping into the tan. So one of the reasons I do do the DIY tan is one, I'm a control freak. Um, but two, I like that you can get like, you buy the package and I can usually get like three, four tans out of it. And the package is like 120 bucks, I believe. Um, don't quote me. I haven't done a tan since, you know, this whole, um, healing journey no not healing I was gonna oh. say like um I want to call it recession but that's not right like whatever oh. we're going inflation thank you oh my god that was like the biggest brain fart I've had in a really long time so <laughs> haven't been I haven't even looked I should after after this I'm going to but haven't been on the protein website to see like if their prices have gone up I'm sure they have but nonetheless around 100 bucks 120 bucks and like I said I can get three to four tans out of it um I think I only had to buy like one part of the DIY kit a second time. And I did four shows last year, four shows last season. So, um, you know, each show that you go to, the tans are usually 125, 150, somewhere in that range. Mm. So you're paying that every time you go, right? So for me, I feel confident enough to do my own tan. Uh, I watched a lot of videos. I'm also a spray tan artist. So like, I feel confident to do that. And that's one of the ways that I save money is doing it myself. Um, and then I wish um, I was someone who could do my own makeup. That is something I want to dabble in, but that is a way to save money as well. Um, and I have always done my own hair. I have never spent money on hair to have someone do it for me, but that is another way that you can save money on show day if you are good at doing hair. That is the key point I want to say. If, two things. If you are getting good at doing hair and makeup, do it to save yourself money. If you're not, hire somebody. Like That is something that you're going to need to do because it matters. Um, and then secondly, even if you are good at it, but it's going to cause you stress in the morning of your show day, then just hire someone too. But that is a way that you can cut costs on show day. Um, if you know, if you're in a pinch or if you are like really capable and feel confident enough to do those things. Nope. Completely agree there. Completely agree. All good tips. I don't think there's anything else that I have done to save money, but again, I want to like hammer yeah. home, just go ahead. So, um, this is like the craziest thing, but I will do this during prep. So I get my nails done probably every two weeks. I spend $65 to get them done. That is my me time. But the minute I go into prep, I stop getting my nails done. And then even on show day, I will only use press-ons, the glue on ones. Um, because like I said, I spend 65 bucks every two weeks. That's like, and I'm tipping the lady too. So that's, you know, that's literally like 140 bucks a month that I need to be saving for other things that go into bodybuilding, more supplements that I'm on, um, travel expenses when it comes down to it. So that is one cut like cost that I will cut out. And it's like so crazy because people are like, oh my God, you would think it's like the opposite. Like, oh, you want to be all pretty up for like prep. And it's like, no, like I need to save that money in that aspect. So I will go to the store, CVS, Walgreens, Wal you can get them on Amazon, buy the glue on ones and just glue them on while I'm sitting backstage ready to go. Mm -hmm waiting. So, um, that is another way that I cut cost on show day as well. Yeah. That's actually really good. That's really good. I think the biggest takeaway though, that I want people to, to like receive when it comes to listening to this podcast is understanding that in order to be budget conscious, you need to create a budget, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like most people just have no idea how much they're making and how much they're spending. And then they freak out when it comes to, like these bigger investments, i.e. hiring a coach that they just freak out. because They're like, oh, I just can't afford it. And it's like, well, until you break down exactly 
how much money you are making and where you are spending your money, you honestly have no idea really what you can afford when it comes to these long-term, short-term investments, right? So that's something that helped me and Eric immensely was legit having a budget meeting every single week as, as to how like we're doing financially with our financial wellness, seeing like, okay, do we need to cut back on like, you know, frivolous Amazon things? Do we need to cut back on dates? Do we need to, that we really need this subscription service for Hulu? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it makes us align together with our priorities. So that way I can continue to bodybuild and do the things that make me happy. And he can continue with his hobbies that make him happy. Cause it's not about not doing your hobbies or doing things that makes you happy. It's about prioritizing what's important to you and making sure that your financial spending aligns with those priorities. Yes. 100% agree. Like, I think that's like, <laughs> you need to start there. Like you need to start like with like my budget, like where am I at? Um, and the thing is too, like, if you cannot afford to, to go into a prep at that time, it is okay. Wait, save a little bit more, clean up your finances and then go into a prep because it is only going to cause more stress. And if there's one thing that you have learned from Ash and I during this, oh my God, it's almost been a year since I've been on, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, year it's that stress is going to kill your physique. So, um, that is just something that you don't need during prep, obviously. So, um, figuring out that budget, having that baseline of like where you're at holding off if you need to, and learning how to, you know, cut corners in other aspects of life, or even when it comes to bodybuilding on a budget, um, you know, it's, it's going to pay off completely. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Any other closing thoughts for people? I don't think so. I think that was like really good. Obviously, if you guys have any other questions, as always, reach out to Ash and I on Instagram. We're more than happy to always answer questions for you guys. But yeah, I think we addressed everything like, you know, like the meal prepping, the suits, tan, show day, stuff like that. And then like, obviously, the biggest things are like not to skimp out on like is your coaching, your recovery, um, you know, you know, the mm -hmm. things that essentially need. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that is all I have to say for the people this week. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, guys, in the meantime, you guys let us know if you need anything, if you have any topic requests or whatnot, and we'll catch you back here this week. Peace. Adios.